0: Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo novel audiobook. Chapter 9. However, Nicole didn't seem to hear what her children said. Her eyes were fixated on the screen while listening attentively to Evan as he described Kyle's condition. He has been severely ill since he was a baby and is in urgent need of treatment. This sentence seemed to have formed into a chant that played in her mind on repeat. I am so sorry, Kyle. It's all mommy's fault. Mommy didn't fulfill the responsibility of being a mother. Mommy is so, so sorry. Looking at her mother with a perplexed expression, Nana couldn't seem to understand her mother's reaction. Her mother had always nailed everything from fighting thieves and gangsters to working miracles and doing house chores. She raised the three of them on her own and never once shed a tear, even when encountering the biggest of problems nana then turned to look at juan her brother with the same expression at the same time juan suddenly recalled the incident where he was mistaken for someone else those bodyguards must have mistaken me for this boy kyle unless kyle is my brother then could evan seat who looks so similar to kyle and me be our daddy the gears in his little brain churned as juan's jaw hung open slightly and his eyes lit up. On the other hand, Maya hopped down from the small chair she was sitting on and padded towards Nicole. She stretched out a chubby hand and said, Dante cry, Mommy, here's a piece of candy for you. Nicole returned to her senses and hastily wiped her tears away. Warmth spread through her chest as she leaned down to scoop Maya into her arms. At the same time, Juan was whispering a huge secret he had just unravelled to Nana. Nana was equally shocked when she heard it. Really? Her abruptly raised voice got the attention of both Nicole and Maya. What's going on with you two? It's nothing, mommy. We were just talking about Kyle's illness. It's so sad to hear what he had to go through. So we think that you should use your skills and treat him, mommy. Juan practically read Nicole's mind. But Evan hates my guts, so he definitely won't let me go anywhere near Kyle. Getting past the seats to treat Kyle is easier said than done. Though still young, Nana could clearly detect her mother's anxiousness. She then ran to her bedroom and took out her most precious box. "Mommy, I don't mind letting you use my magic tools." "What magic tools?" Maya craned her neck to look at the box. Nana gave her a sidelong glance. You don't need to know. It is definitely not chocolate, candies, or cakes. Maya rolled her eyes in response. Of course I know that. Your box is filled with makeup products meant for grown-ups. Mommy doesn't need any of these things because she is already beautiful. But Nicole's eyes brightened with understanding and asked, Nana. Were you trying to ask mommy to put on a disguise and treat Kyle? Yes, mommy is the smartest. Nicole studied the variety of tools in Nana's makeup box, nodding imperceptibly as Nana's suggestion settled in her mind. This is indeed a good idea and also the fastest way I can get close to Kyle. It's a good thing God has blessed me with a daughter who has skills that can rival that of international makeup artists. So, This problem of mine is officially solved. Meanwhile, at Seat Group, when John, who was still fretting over the company's abrupt system failure, saw Evan seeking medical treatment for Kylon TV, he suddenly recalled something and rushed out of the company. Twenty minutes later, he knocked on the front door of Hillside Villa. The Seat's butler, Blake, was the one who opened the door when he saw who it was. He politely asked, Mr. Lane, are you looking for Mr. Seat? I am afraid he is not home. No, it is Kyle I am looking for. John walked into the living room and saw Kyle sitting on the sofa with a sullen expression. He was literally a miniature version of Evan with that cold and arrogant temperament of his. Clearing his throat, he then approached Kyle. Hi there, little Kyle. Do you remember me? I am John and I came here to see you. Kyle turned around to give him a once-over before replying in a bored tone. Well, do you like what you see? Oh, yes, yes, of course, you are the most handsome boy I've ever seen. Little Kyle, John gave him two thumbs up. Hearing his response, Kyle sent John a fleeting glance and turned away. Then you can leave now. John was stunned for a moment then put on a tight smile. Little Kyle, there's also something else. In that case, stop talking nonsense and get straight to the point. Although Kyle was young, he was highly perceptive and often seemed like he could unveil a person's innermost thoughts. John suddenly felt like he wasn't he talking to a mere child but to the overbearing and intimidating Evan seat instead. Okay, then, I will get straight to the point little kyle i heard that mason the world's top hacker personally taught you how to crack various system encryption keys is that true kyle squinted at him impatiently john immediately blurted out the company has been hacked and the system is completely down can you help me little kyle chapter 10 what does that have to do with me kyle scoffed and got up to head back to his room john was surprised by his reaction little kyle this is your family s company of course it has something to do with you bang only the sound of the door being slammed shut answered john his temper is exactly the same as mr seat s like father like son john stood outside his door with a humiliated look on his face at a loss of what to do when he spotted blake the family butler His eyes lit up, and he immediately approached him. Sir, what does Kyle usually like to do? Blake mused over the question for a while, then sighed. Kyle's Lego collection and iPad have been confiscated by Mr. Seat. He usually likes to play with those Lego and an iPad. That's easy enough. John rushed to a mall to buy the latest iPad version and 10 Lego models. Then... He brought them back to Hillside Villa and knocked on Kyle's bedroom door. Kyle, I bought for you your favorite Lego as well as an iPad. They ray all the latest and hottest models. After making his announcement, he waited outside, fully confident in himself. Sure enough, the door opened after only a short while. Kyle blinked at the pile of toys on the floor in surprise before transferring his gaze to John. His eyes flashed with an array of emotions as he tried to figure out John's intentions. John chuckled awkwardly and explained. I bought all of this for you. I am happy as long as you like it. You don't need to thank me. Thank you. Kyle curled his lips and feigned sympathy when he looked at him. Dante get me wrong. I am actually worried for you. John's brows creased in confusion. My dad confiscated my Lego and iPad. But here you are. Bringing me ten different Lego models and a new iPad. Are you deliberately defying him? Huh? John's heart went cold. He didn't mean it like this at all. My dad hates it the most when people go against him. Just think about the consequences. The consequences. Evan's cold and emotionless face appeared in John's mind. Making a chill run down his spine. What was I thinking? coming to the president's house and outright challenging his authority. Kyle, I better take these toys away first. I don't know if I'll be able to keep my job if Mr. Seat gets angry. But Kyle didn't answer him. He only took out his phone to snap photos of this pile of Lego models. My dad will know even if you take them away. With a calm look on his face, he showed the screen of his phone to John and waved the evidence in front of him. No, John was dumbstruck and could only suffer in silence because the retaliation would get him nowhere. Kyle, I didn't do anything to you. You can't possibly do this to me. Let us make a deal. If you help me with something, then I'll keep this a secret between us. What is it? Kyle gestured for him to come closer. Following that, John leaned in and obediently put his ear next to the boy's mouth. Then, Kyle cupped a hand around his mouth and whispered something. After he was done, John's eyes widened in shock. You want me to... No. 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 Mr. Seat will kill me. Kyle wants me to find out where his mother is and dig up information about Mr. Seat's woman. How can I do something like this? You want to do it. I can make sure my dad sees these photos in less than three seconds. No. Why don't we discuss it further? Kyle. Just after he said this, his phone rang in his pocket. He glanced at the screen, and his heart almost leapt out of his chest when he saw that it was Evan calling. Instantly, he straightened himself and went to the living room to answer the call. You still haven't found out who got past the firewalls. I am starting to think you actually want to be thrown into the Pacific Ocean and fed to the sharks mr seat i am on it ill find the culprit as soon as possible you have two hours or else ill be thrown into the pacific ocean and fed to the sharks john blurted out as if he were answering to a military order You're going to the pacific ocean john looked down and saw kyle who was standing by the side with a look of concern for some reason He felt slightly comforted by that and sighed in an aggrieved manner. Of course I don't. Yeah, the sharks will probably have an upset stomach if they eat you. John was utterly speechless. Kyle is sympathizing with the sharks and not me. Kyle, for the, for the sake of the sharks, can you help me out? Then promise me that you will help find my mommy. John breathed in and out several times. After contemplating for a while, he finally chose the most likely option to preserve his own life. Deal. When the two reached a consensus, Kyle ran to his study and turned on the computer. Meanwhile, John almost went cross-eyed watching Kyle as fingers fly across the keyboard. Done. This is the hacker's address. John was pleasantly surprised. UV found it that soon. Kyle shot him a look that could cut and said half a month i want to know about my mommy in half a month with that he went straight downstairs half a month john felt as if he was carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders but lucky for him the current crisis had been resolved he couldn't wait to call evan and relay the good news who did it this was still the matter at the forefront of evan's mind mr seat It seems that the hacker lives in Parkland Garden. Continue investigating. Yes, Mr. Seat, the company's system had returned to normal. In the meantime, Evan had just turned on his computer when an email notification popped up. He opened it, and the next thing he knew, the ice coating his face instantly melted a fraction. After reading the email, he immediately dialed the number that was stated in it. Hello. This is Evan Seat. Are you Dr. Tassad? Nichols subconsciously clenched her fingers when she heard this deep and sexy voice. Her heart was beating frantically in her chest. If it weren't for Kyle, I would never take the initiative to contact this vile and Lucifer-like pervert. Yes, I am Tassad. I heard that you were looking for me. I can save your son, but on one condition. Chapter 11 Outside Hillside Villa. An anxious Nicole mustered up her courage and pressed the doorbell. The face Nana drew is obviously different from the one before. No one one's gonna know. That's right. So stay calm. Stay calm. The door opened. And the butler. Blake. Glanced at her. Realization dawned upon him as he noticed the medical kit in her hand. Are you the miracle doctor who is here to see Kyle? yes please come with me mr seat s waiting for you nicole carefully observed the villa while walking behind blake as expected of the seat family every decoration here reflects their power and wealth as soon as she reached the living room Nicole's chest tightened when she saw evan s standoffish face you ray dr tussaud he asked gazing at her with a pair of hawk eyes The woman appeared to be in her thirties and had slightly tanned skin. She was the kind of woman who wouldn't stand out from the crowd if she were thrown into one. Yes, Nicole answered, gripping her fists as she tried her best to remain calm. After a pause, Evan responded casually. You may proceed. Seeing that he didn't recognize her, Nicole breathed a sigh of relief. Please come with me, doctor, said Blake. After that, they headed to the bedroom, with Evan following behind. Kyle's room was decorated lavishly but also looked fresh and clean. It looks like the seats are treating him exactly as they should be. Nicole was relieved. However, her heart ached as she gazed upon an ashen-looking Kyle lying in bed. This is Kyle, Dr. Tasad. Please have a look at him. With a nod, Nicole rushed to the bedside. Leaned over, and touched Kyle's forehead. Kyle opened his eyes and frowned as he saw Nicole. As the mother and son met, Nicole was overwhelmed with mixed feelings. The agony was indescribable. Where does it hurt? Kyle, who are you? Kyle stared at her with his big eyes. All the women who came to the villa would always have their faces caked. But this lady was very different from the rest as she only had light makeup on. Moreover, She had a faint, reddish mark the size of a fingernail on her left cheek. The woman didn't look pretty, but there was something oddly familiar about her. I am a doctor, and I am here to treat you. Her gaze darkened as she gently felt his pulse. From the boy's heartbeat, she could deduce that his stomach and lungs were very weak for someone his age. Kyle was coughing blood again just a while ago. Dr. Tussaud. What on earth is happening? His body is weak. That was why he coughed up blood earlier. This often has something to do with the digestive and respiratory tracts. And this time, it was his stomach. So he has to be extra meticulous with his diet. I'll perform acupuncture on him and give him a prescription later. After that, do remember to keep him under vigilant care. All right. Hearing Blake's reply, Kyle began to act out. I don't want any acupuncture. I don't need to be treated because I am perfectly fine. Get her out of here. Evan, who had remained silent all this while, finally spoke up. Behave, Kyle. Despite giving the boy an order, there was a trace of pity in his voice. Nicole glanced at him before walking toward Kyle with a few long and thin silver needles. Right then. Kyle proceeded to kick up another fuss before she even touched him. No, I am not sick. I don't want acupuncture. That's enough. Kyle, with Evan's sudden yelling, the ill child burst into tears. Mommy, I want my mommy. Nicole instantly felt like her heart was squeezed by an invisible hand. It hurt so much that her expression turned awful in a flash. Mommy, mommy, I want mommy. Kyle, my dear Kyle, at that moment, Nicole could no longer contain herself at the sound of the child's weeping anymore. With trembling hands, she reached out towards Kyle's arm. Chapter 12 I told you your mother's dead. Don't you ever mention her again? Evan's cold admonishing caused Nicole to freeze for a moment. Dead, he actually told Kyle I am dead. Her eyes were instantly filled with rage. No, you're lying, mommy isn't he dead. Kyle continued to throw a fit. Evan began to exude a dangerous aura at the mention of the woman. He now looked like a lion that had been angered. I said she is dead, so she is dead. You'd better start behaving, Kyle. Or how could you talk to a child like that? I'd say is in such a state because you didn't take good care of him. What kind of a father are you? Nicole shouted as her motherly instincts came over. Wanting to protect the kid. She trembled as she spoke. Her words rang in Evan's ears. It made him especially surprised to have been interrupted. And even worse. Berated. Realizing she had gotten too worked up. Nicole lowered her head and tried to recompose herself. What I meant was, the boy is still young, so you should talk to him nicely. Evan stared at her in suspicion. That voice of yours earlier. I got too emotional. People tend to sound different when their emotions get the better of them. While explaining, Nicole noticed Evan's inquisitive gaze on her. And her chest tightened. Dante forget that UV agreed to my terms. Mr. Seat, I am the doctor here. And I am in charge of the entire treatment process. So, I am asking you now to please leave. And don't interfere with my work. Evan stared at the miracle doctor attentively. Despite feeling suspicious about her, he couldn't figure anything out. Seeing the man remain still, Nicole urged once more, please cooperate. He gave a final look at his son, who was lying in bed. Only then he finally left the room with a stony expression after evan left nicole began to comfort the sobbing child you are a tough guy kyle dante cry kyle glanced at her unhappily and wiped his tears he never cried except when he was thinking of his mother after much coaxing the boy finally agreed to let nicole perform acupuncture on him does it hurt kyle shook his head nicole's eyes became wet with tears how could it not hurt he was crying so much and yet he's acting so strong right now you are amazing kyle i don't need you to tell me that hearing the boy refute her nicole caressed his head kyle hated being touched by others but for some reason he didn't feel like getting mad at nicole for doing it you all have to eat your meals regularly from now on. Kyle, don't take anything spicy? And also, okay, I got it, you're so annoying. Since Kyle didn't like listening to her, Nicole stopped talking. It's better if I talked to Evan anyway. Nicole then left the room, prescribed some herbs, and told Blake, the butler, to be more mindful of the boy's diet. i remember everything, Dr. Tussaud, Blake responded. Okay, I'll, I'll drop by again tomorrow. Just as she spoke, Evan's frigid voice came from behind. Will Kyle have to go through acupuncture every day? Nicole stilled for a moment. I can't say right now if it's necessary. I'll, I'll have a look at his condition again tomorrow. Evan stared at her for a long while before finally giving her a one word response. Alright. Well, I'll, I'll be heading back now. Unable to handle the man's sharp eyes, Nicole put on a calm act and left with her medical kit. After watching her leave, Evan's eyes darkened as he gave one of the bodyguards an order. Follow her. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to the Bravanoval Autobook. Welcome to download the Bravanoval APP. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates. Please see the video introduction for, the novel details page and app download address. Mistaking the CEO for, a gigolo novel autoabook. Chapter 8, Mommy is the Miracle Doctor. Evan's expression instantly sank. M. Mr. Seat, Kyle took the woman away saying that you gave the order. Kyle took Nicole away. A hint of doubt appeared in Evan's eyes are you sure it was kyle he accentuated every word mr seat how could we be mistaken all of us saw him with our own eyes kyle insisted that it was you who wanted to see the woman kyle said that i raised him single-handedly and that kid has never once lied but he made up such a lie in order to save that woman most importantly how and when did he even chance upon that fool Find that woman this instance. Evan's infuriated roar shocked the bodyguard on the other end of the line, and he repeatedly promised that they would. As soon as Evan hung up the phone, he flew into a rage and was just about to vent it out on something when someone knocked on his office door. Come in. That icy voice made Evan's assistant. John. gulp and fear outside the door, mustering up all the courage he had. He pushed the door open and cautiously made his way in. Evan then raised his head and sliced him a cold look. Meanwhile, John forced a smile that looked more like a grimace. You better have something worth my while. John suddenly remembered his purpose of coming here after Evan's warning. Mr. Seat, our company's network has been hacked. And the whole system crashed. What? Evan immediately switched on his computer to verify it. True enough. The network's encryption key had been tampered with. On the black screen, a string of red wordings glared back at him. Evan seat. how dare you bully my woman? Are you seeking death? Who did this? Evan's face grew impossibly darker. W we don't know yet. In the next second, the sound of a glass shattering reverberated through the office. It came from a limited edition mug that was thrown to the ground, spilling water everywhere and littering the floor with tiny glass shards. Well then, find out who did this. Unless you prefer facing the consequences. Why yes, yes. John pivoted around and left the office like his tail was on fire as he was too afraid to stay a second longer. Releasing a long sigh of relief. He felt as if he had just escaped hell itself. What should I do? How am I going to find the culprit? The biggest problem is that even the company's experts are at their wits and. At Parkland Garden, Juan sat in front of his computer with a cheeky grin on his face. Several hours had passed, but Evan's company network was still down. He felt delighted just thinking about it. This is what you get for bullying my mommy. Juan, Juan, come quick you Ray on tv maya's voice drifted into the study stirring Juan's curiosity i know that i am quite handsome but isn't this way too much how could i possibly have gotten on the news right after i come back Juan walked into the living room with a bewildered expression when he glanced at the tv screen his eyes widened into the size of soccer balls the little boy on tv who was wearing a suit Looked exactly like him. Right then, Naina and Nicole came to the living room as well after hearing Maya's exclamation. The TV was broadcasting news about the president of Seat Group, who was offering a hefty reward to whoever succeeded in locating a particular individual. Nicole's heart skipped a beat. Five years ago, Evan had also offered a reward of one million in order to find her whereabouts. Could it be? the scene on the tv screen switched to show kyle as handsome face again this is nicole's heart lurched and she quickly walked nearer to the tv to have a closer look is this my son whom i left with evan seat he really looks exactly like juan nicole reached out with trembling fingers to touch kyle's face on the screen her eyes misting over mommy why does he look exactly like juan nana was puzzled. Mommy, this little boy seems to be sick. His daddy is looking for Dr. Tassad. I feel sad for him. Maya blinked innocently. Mommy, Evan Seat is looking for the miracle doctor. He is looking for Dr. Tassad. The miracle doctor. Tassad, Juan instinctively looked towards Nicole. The miracle doctor, whom Evan Seat is so desperately looking for, is our mommy. Welcome to download the brava Novel APP. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates. Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo Novel audiobook Chapter 7 Make her pay the price. Kyle, is he talking to me? Faced with his silence, the man bent down to respectfully ask, Kyle, are you here to see Mr. Seat? Well, he just left. Mr. Seat, he sounds important. The wheels in Juan's head turned. Since I don't know how I am gonna find mommy, maybe I could. He cleared his throat and took on the regal stance of a leader. I was sent here by Mr. Seat. Mr. Seat, um, that as a formal way to address his father. Well mannered as always. I guess this is expected of the Seat family as little prince. Even so, The man remained cautious. Kyle, did Mr. Seat, your father, he emphasized, give you any orders before sending you here. Juan was secretly delighted but showed none of it on the outside. All he did was nod his head as he quickly adapted to the situation. Ah, yes. My dad sent me here to look for a woman. The man's eyes widened in realization. A woman? was it the one mr seat said not to let out under any circumstances as soon as Juan heard that his eyes darkened no wonder mommy disappeared for such a long time she was held here by that old pervert mr seat his small hands balled into fists by his sides yes that her bring me to her all right follow me kyle soon after that Juan was brought to the door of the room Nicole was held in. With a wave of his hand, he ordered. Open the door. Several bodyguards who were on duty looked at each other and hesitated. Kyle, Mr. Seat ordered us not to let this woman out. My dad personally told me to take this woman away. You dare go against my dad's orders. Well, the bodyguards were caught in a dilemma and also found it a little strange why would mr seat allow his son to come alone and take the woman away not to mention kyle had always been reluctant to speak he would say less than 10 words on a good day but today he was acting the exact opposite of how he usually was to be safe one of the bodyguards suggested kyle i think we should call mr seat first it might be better to have someone with you when you send this woman back Juan instantly panicked when he heard this. If they make the call, I'll be exposed. How will I save mommy then? My dad needs to see her urgently. If this matter is delayed, I'll tell my dad that you disobeyed a direct order from him and deliberately made things difficult for me. When that time comes, you'll all be in deep trouble. Deliberately made things difficult for him. Um. Everyone knew that Kyle was the most beloved prince of the Seat family. Hence, they would never dare to cause trouble for him, even if they were given nine lives. If Kyle complained to his father about the bodyguards, based on the latter's overprotective streak, they were afraid to even imagine what kind of cruel punishment they would have to endure. With that, they weighed their very limited options and finally decided to do as Kyle said. The door abruptly opened, and it startled Nicole, who was pacing around the room while racking her brain for a way to escape. When she saw Juan standing just beyond the threshold, confusion lined her features. Juan was afraid that his mother's reaction would blow his cover. So he quickly spoke, Hey, you, my dad wants to see you. Follow me. As he was speaking, he also gave Nicole a furtive wink. At first, Nicole was shocked by what he said. But after seeing his meaningful wink, realization dawned on her. Is Juan here to save me? When Juan noticed that his mother was dripping wet, his brows instantly knitted together into a frown. He didn't just lock mommy up. He even made her soaking wet. That Mr. Seat, I will make sure we get even. After we leave this place. I'll, I'll make sure to pay it back to him. Stop stalling for a time and come with me, Juan urged. He turned on his heels and walked out with Nicole scampering after him. At Hillside Villa, Mr. Seat, Kyle fell asleep after drinking his medicine. He kept mumbling about wanting his mother in his sleep. Blake sighed with heartache when he spoke about this. Evan, however, stood by the windows with an expression as cold as ice. He wants his mother. That woman. Who the hell does she think she is? Who gave her the right to do this to Kyle? Evan clenched his fists as a glint of malevolence flashed across his eyes. He abruptly whipped around and snatched up his coat before walking straight out. Where are you going? Mr. Seat. Where am I going? I am going to ask that woman how she can so shamelessly live her life. I am going to make her pay the price. Without a single reply, he sped towards the passion in his Rolls Royce. Just then, Evan's phone rang all of a sudden, and he quickly swiped to answer. After answering the phone, his brows formed into a small frown right before he made a sharp U turn, heading towards the company instead. There was an urgent crisis at the company, and he had to call for an emergency meeting which lasted for three hours. After the meeting, Evan returned to his office, clearly exhausted. He sat down and leaned back against his chair, his whole body exuding weariness as he massaged the space between his brows. When he thought about the woman still locked up in the room, he immediately made a call. How is the woman? The woman, Miss Seat, wasn't she taken away by Kyle? Welcome to download the Novel app. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates. Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo novel audiobook. Chapter 6: The Real and the Fake. Kyle. Worry was etched between Evan's brows. I understand. I'll, I'll be there soon. After ending the call, Evan's entire demeanor gave off a cold vibe causing the temperature in the room to drop abruptly. Nicole shivered, petrified by how he currently looked. Change of plans. Letting you die in a car accident is too mild a punishment. You should atone for your sins first. Atone for my sins. What? What does he have in mind? Nicole was too caught up in her thoughts to notice that Evan had already opened the door and given an order to the bodyguards outside. Keep an eye on this woman under no circumstances is she allowed to leave this room and certainly not without my permission only then did nicole come back to her senses He is holding me prisoner here but my three kids are still waiting for me at the dessert shop hey before evan stepped out she quickly jumped off the bed and chased after him however she was still a step too late the door was slammed shut into her face with a loud bang A silver Rolls Royce slowly drove up to Hillside Villa, where two rows of maids had already respectfully lined up on both sides of the porch. Mr. Seat, they greeted him in unison. After Evan slammed the car door shut, he carried two packed boxes of cheesecakes and hurried upstairs with an anxious expression. How is Kyle? His voice was chilly when he asked his butler. Blake, who was walking beside him, he threw up blood again just now, Blake said, his voice shaking slightly. Has he had his medicine? Blake heaved a sigh and replied. Kyle poured it away again. Evan paused for a moment and frowned. All right. Once they were upstairs, Evan realized that Kyle's room was locked from the inside. He carefully tried turning the door knob, but it would not budge. I don't want to drink it. A child's protest came from inside the room. Open the door. Kyle, it's dad. Evan urged him in a harsh tone, the command in his voice matching his unyielding stance. All noise ceased in the room that instant. Soon after that, the door was unlocked with a clack. A handsome young boy, who resembled a delicate doll, stood on the other side of the door. His complexion was pale as he stared at Evan, with red-rimmed eyes and an aggrieved pout on his lips i don't wanna drink the medicine dad be a good boy kyle you're sick so you need to take your medicine to get better evan bent down to kara's kyle's mop of hair evan was notoriously known to be cold and ruthless hence the rare occurrence of him exhibiting patience and affection only happened when his son was involved i said i don't wanna drink it and i am not sick suddenly Kyle seemed distressed for some reason. Then, he shoved Evan's hand away with a rebellious look on his face, resembling an angered lion cub. What exactly do you want then? Kyle, Evan was beside himself with rage. Kyle's big and round eyes reddened again, and his lips started to tremble. I want my mommy. Mommy, Evan immediately thought of the woman who tried to play dumb in front of him. Five years ago. That woman faked her death and cold-heartedly sent away her infant son to the Seat family. But in reality, she has been living happily over the past five years. Kyle, on the other hand, has been sick ever since he was a child, and all the while suffering from the lack of a mother's love. Damn you, Nicole, you don't deserve to be a mother at all. Taking in a deep breath, Evan articulated every word and said, Kyle, I will say it again, so listen carefully, your mother is dead, you only have me, your dad I don't wanna hear it, you are lying, you are lying, Kyle covered his ears with both hands, his face contorted in anger, with a loud bang, Kyle slammed the door shut and quickly locked it again, Mr. Seat, Kyle is, after all, only a child, the butler said apprehensively, Confiscate his Lego and iPad later. It's time to let him reflect on his actions. With a somber expression, Evan turned to walk away but paused after two steps. Also, tell the kitchen to continue boiling the medicinal herbs. At the entrance of the Passion, Juan's obsidian eyes surveyed the brightly lit bar. He glanced down at the location tracker on his wrist. Yes, mommy is here. The three of them had waited for their mother at the dessert store for a very long time. But she never appeared. Worried that something had happened to their mother. Juan told Naina to take Maya home first while he went to look for their mother. This was the first time Juan came to a place like this. As soon as he entered the bar, he saw men and women swaying wildly to the beat on the dance floor, it was a mess of tangled bodies. The pounding music was deafening and the chaotic atmosphere made his head hurt yet he didn't linger around but instead directly ran towards the private rooms at the back of the bar the gps shows that mommy is at the back however juan was stumped to come face to face with rooms that all looked the same there are so many rooms here how is it possible to find mommy just when he fell into deep thought with a frown a voice sounded from behind him is that you kyle what are you doing here hearing that voice juan turned around then he lifted his head to look at the towering man in black with doubt swirling in his eyes welcome to download the brava novel app read the novel mistaking the ceo for a gigolo online and get the latest updates mistaking the ceo for a gigolo novel Chapter 5, do you remember now? His voice was bone-chilling, as if it came from the depths of hell. Frightened out of her mind, Nicole skirted around him. He can't stay here. If the 3 kids come looking for me. With this train of thought, she made a mad dash for the exit. Evan's gaze darkened, and he quickly went after her. She is running. So, it is really her. Nicole panted as she ran. When she looked over her shoulder, she couldn't help herself from swearing like a trooper. Why can't I seem to lose him? Gah, is he even human? How is he so fast? During the past few years of staying abroad, she was only given the opportunity to gain medical skills. No one taught her how to escape from a dire situation. If someone did, she wouldn't be running for her life right now. A-H-H-H suddenly nicole was pushed to the ground it really is you evan's demonic voice sounded from above her nicole inhaled sharply from the pain and looked up to see evan's glacial expression she was slightly dazed and an idea came up to her instantly she schooled her features to show a look of confusion ah i know I'll just pretend to be clueless who who are you Evan frowned slightly before releasing a cold snort. I guess I'll just have to refresh your memory a little bit. With that, he hauled her up from the ground and mercilessly dragged her with him. H, help! He is kidnapping me. This is sexual harassment. Help me! Nicola's screams for help were cut off when the back of her neck was suddenly karate chopped. Instantly, her vision went dark. And she passed out immediately after. Half an hour later, a a bucket of ice cold water was dumped onto Nicole, waking her up with a jolt while looking like a wet rat. She opened her eyes and wiped her face in panic. Then, she spotted Evan staring at her with a terrifying expression on his face. Where am I? Her eyes darted around the space as memories flooded her mind in raging torrents. Everything s over. I've really fallen into Evan's seat s hands. Do you remember who I am now? Nicole froze up and shook her head vigorously, still feigning ignorance. Does this place seem familiar? Nicola's heart skipped a beat. Five years ago, it was in this room that she had assumed he was Gigolo. No, then, I guess LL just have to make you remember. As soon as he said that. Nicole was picked up from the ground and thrown onto the bed. This particular action of Evan as resembled hers from five years ago when she had roughly pushed him onto the bed. Mimicking her actions five years ago, he got on top of her body and tapped her cheek. If you still don't remember, then I am going to... Nicole heart galloped in her chest, and her cheeks heated up. No, i i, I remember now. I remember you ray mr seat evan released a wicked chuckle before getting off her he then took off his coat and flung it aside with a look of disgust on his face good now that you remember any last words what does evan seat want me dead that bad how brutal what happened five years ago was an accident mr seat you ray the president of seat group you can't take a person's life just because of an accident. It'll ruin your reputation. Don't worry. No one would dare say a single word without my permission. But you can't. You should to even be alive. You died in a car accident five years ago. Remember. I'd be doing you a favor. Nicole was speechless. Whatever Nicole planned to say next got stuck in her throat. And she stayed silent for quite a while. Evan scrutinized her with a vicious gleam in his eyes. What a cruel woman. To fake her death, she was willing to abandon her newborn child. A woman like her is unworthy to be a mother. When he thought about all those times Kyle cried for his mother. The bitter resentment he had for Nicole intensified. Noticing Evan's eyes grow colder with each passing second, Nicole felt that the odds were against her, and her life was hanging in the balance. She could almost feel the flames of hell licking her skin. I came back to save a life, not to throw my own away. If I die, what will happen to my children? Died in a car crash. Consider this granting your wish. Hearing that, all color drained from Nicole's face. She was about to beg for mercy when Evan's phone rang. He glanced at it and swiftly answered the call. Mr. Seat, you must come back quickly. Kyla's condition is worsening. Welcome to download the Brava Novel APP. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates. Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo Novel autoabook Chapter 4 saw the Miracle Doctor. Evan was interrupted by Juan the moment he spoke. I need to pee. I can't hold it anymore. I need to pee. Juan cutely tugged on Nicole's sleeve. Although he had no idea what was going on, he could feel his mother's anxiety. Since mommy is scared of this man, I will help mommy to get as far away as possible from him. Nicole never expected Juan to be so quick-witted. She was taken aback for a split second but quickly altered her voice and said, All right, mommy will bring you to the toilet. With that, she hauled Juan away and fled as if her life depended on it. Huh? What's going on? Naina and Maya exchanged glances before hurrying after them. Evan intended to go after them. But the woman, Safi, called out to him. Forget about it, Evan. An apple does not fall too far from the tree. Seeing how uncultured the child is, I bet their mother is not too far off either. So there is no need to try reasoning with people like them. Evan glanced back at Sophie and recalled what Naina had said. He then let out a humorless chuckle, and a sardonic smile appeared on his lips. Well, I don't think the child was being unreasonable. Also, she is not necessarily the uncultured one. After he was done saying his piece, he lifted his foot and walked forward. What do you mean by that, Evan? You can't possibly believe a kid's words over mine, right? The two of us grew up together. So we were practically family. Family. Even though the Sweeting family was close with the seats, he had zero affection for the eldest daughter of the Sweeting family. If he didn't urgently need the valuable information they had on a certain person, he would never have agreed to pick her up from the airport. With that, Evan completely turned a deaf ear to what Sophie said behind him as he opened the car door to slide in. Safi followed suit and hopped into the car while grumbling under her breath. Evan, that woman was under layers and swaths of clothing. I have a feeling that she must be hiding some kind of secret. Or maybe, she is a fugitive. Drive. After dropping an order, Evan closed his eyes to relax, treating Safi as if she was there. Safi was at a loss for words, seeing how unreceptive he was. Safi angrily clamped her mouth shut, then switched to a topic she knew concerned him more. Kaila's illness. After a long pause, Evan replied in a low voice. As long as we can find the miracle doctor, Dr. Tussaud, he will recover. This Dr. Tussaud was widely known around the globe. A few years ago, she had saved the Queen of S Nation, who was terminally ill, with only a few acupuncture needles since then she had shot to fame all over the world she was rumored to have legendary medical skills that had already reached a divine level there was a hint of smugness in sophie's eyes only her father had information on this miracle doctor so this information could serve as a bargaining chip to make evan agree to whatever she wanted Perhaps she could become a part of the Seat family sooner than expected by using this to persuade Evan into marrying her. This was also why her father, Anthony, urged her to return to the country. Don't worry, Evan, my father will definitely help you find that doctor. He'd better. Evan's eyes were ominous. Kyle's illness cannot be left untreated any longer. The Sweeting residence, Evan dressed in an expensive black custom-made suit, was lounging in the main seat of the semicircle leather sofa while drumming his fingers on the armrest. Safi's father, Anthony, was obviously the head of the Sweeting family, but sitting next to Evan made him break out in cold sweat. Mr. Sweeting, I've done as you requested. When are you planning to divulge the information you have on Tussaud? Anthony was a sly old fox. By using the information he had on Dr. Tussaud, he created an opportunity for Safi to be together with Evan, albeit a slim one. But if he disclosed the information so easily, he would then lose his chance to get Safi married into the Seat family. With that deep in thought, Anthony leisurely took a sip of his tea. Well, about that, let us give it some time, shall we? Iv received news that this miracle doctor has returned to the country earlier than expected. I have already asked someone to find out about her schedule. As soon as he finished his sentence, Evan pinned him with a look that could freeze. His knuckles cracked as he balled his hands into fists. Was this sly old fox lying to me when he said he knew of her whereabouts? Before Anthony could regain his bearings. Evan had already shot up from his seat and was now taking long strides towards the main door. Evan, where are you going? Safi frantically chased after him. I'll find Dr. Tussaud on my own. So rest assured, I won't be troubling the Sweeting family from now on. How dare they toy with me? At a dessert store called Fairy Tale Ice Cream Bar. Maya stared wide-eyed at the desserts in front of her, practically drooling mommy can i have the desserts now go ahead nicole could clearly see the eagerness in maya's eyes as soon as she got her mother's permission she immediately picked up the piece of chocolate cake and began devouring it hold your horses maya dante finish it all at once mommy will get a takeout box from the staff and we'll pack the rest of the cake for later okay maya nodded obediently so nicole got up with the remaining cakes in hand and went towards the front counter two pieces of cheesecake take out as usual just then a cold masculine voice came from behind her why does this person's voice sound so much like that man's? out of curiosity nicole turned her head to see who was standing behind her lo and behold she clashed gazes with evan Time seemed to have come to a standstill right at that moment. Nicola's expression instantly changed, and her heart started to hammer against her ribcage. Could this day get any worse? I thought I'd just avoided a major catastrophe. But then I bump into him here again. She quickly turned back and grabbed the takeout box while trying her best to remain composed as she walked away. Did Evan Seat recognize me? He obviously saw me. If he really does recognize me, No, just to be safe. I want he go back to the three kids now lest I expose their identities. Thus, she casually made her way to another empty table, packing up the remaining cakes before hastening out of the shop with her head bowed. Thud, Nicole ran into a rock-hard chest. She rubbed her head and looked up, only to be met with Evan’s gorgeous face that could probably make heaven s weep still trying to run welcome to download the brava novel app read the novel mistaking the ceo for a gigolo online and get the latest updates novel mistaking the ceo for a gigolo auto book chapter 3 his lookalike evan this kid is plain rude she want to apologize even after bumping into me just look at her Evan tipped his chin down to glance at Nana. She was fair-skinned, and her clear eyes had a stubborn glint to them. With her head still lowered, Nicole peeked at Evan, who was staring intently at Naina, all the while praying that he wouldn't perceive the similarities between Naina, Maya, and her. God help me, please, she muttered a silent prayer under her breath. Juan, who noticed how odd his mother was behaving followed her line of sight and studied evan with slightly narrowed eyes that's weird this man kinda looks like me one's curiosity was piqued he was about to walk forward to examine his lookalike more closely but nicole caught his arms before he could take a step she then fished out a child-size mask and hastily covered his little face with it my dear boy please don't cause me any trouble If Evan sees your face, it ll all be over. You ll lose your beloved mommy forever. Even though Juan couldn't understand the intention behind his mother's actions, he didn't go any further. Hence, allowing Nicole to pull him tightly towards her. Is this your child? Evan's deep and magnetic voice almost caused Nicole to jump out of her skin. She nodded stiffly but did not dare make a sound for fear that he would recognize her voice. You should discipline your child from a young age, or she'll grow up to become an uncivilized person. Who are you to say that? This lady was the one who spoke rudely to Maya first. If she didn't go around bullying kids, I would be said sorry ages ago. After that, Naina raised her chin and returned Evan's gaze without a trace of fear in her eyes. This child of yours is a feisty one. Huh? The young woman standing beside Evan gaped at Naina with a startled look on her face. Evan's mouth lifted slightly around the edges. This little girl seems to be very well spoken. And her headstrong personality reminds me of someone. She reminds me of. At that thought, he peered even closer at Naina's snowy white face. Then, he transferred his gaze to Maya. Finally his eyes fell upon nicole who was covered from head to toe these two children look so similar to that woman could their mother be nicole looked up just then when her gaze met with evan's keen ones her grip subconsciously tightened on Juan's clothes evan's gaze deepened and he strode towards nicole every step he took filled her racing heart with dread oh god what should i do what if this bastard insists on seeing my face she could hear her rapidly beating heart that was going to fly out of her chest any moment now evan came to a stop right in front of her and fixed her a penetrating stare it s over it s all over i am done for you welcome to download the brava novel app read the novel mistaking the ceo for a gigolo online and get the latest updates Novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo book Chapter 2 Running into Heaven Seat. Five years later, at YCTS Airport, Nicola's face was completely covered behind a pair of shades and a face mask. In fact, she was so wrapped up that she resembled a mummy. She wondered whether the man who wanted to give it back to her a hundredfold had continued searching high and low for her over the past five years. If it weren't to save a certain someone, she would never risk coming back. She dragged her suitcase forward with a pounding heart, and her pace quickened the more she walked. Meanwhile, the three little ones behind her tagged along as they tried to match her pace with their stubby legs. Suddenly, a high-pitched voice sounded loud and clear behind her. Mommy, you're walking too fast. I am getting hungry just trying to keep up. I feel like eating chocolate. Cupcakes. French toast. And. S-H-H-H. Nicole looked back and put a finger to her lips. Afraid that they might attract too much attention. Unwanted attention. The voice belonged to a girl named Maya. She was Nicole's youngest child and a glutton through and through. Behave. Maya. Mommy will bring you to get some dessert later. Okay. Maya's eyes lit up. And she nodded enthusiastically. Standing beside her was Naina, who was a carbon copy of Maya. She shook her head in an adult-like manner and heaved a deep sigh. If you keep eating this much, you'll become a fat pig. We should take care of our body. Maya. Maya turned to glance unhappily at Naina. Dante say it like you don't eat. That's called tasting. I only have one bite. One bite still counts. No, it doesn't, yes, it does, no, it doesn't, tell her, Juan, Naina couldn't take it anymore and seek for her brother as help, abruptly being put in a tough spot, Juan scratched his head, unsure of what to do, since Naina and Maya were both his sisters, so he didn't know who he should help, I think, you're both right, hearing his reply, Both Naina and Maya rolled their eyes at Juan and haremfed loudly before storming ahead. All right, that's enough now. Kids, come on. Nicole gently rubbed Juan's head, to which he nodded and trailed after her. Among the three, Maya was the smallest in size, fuming and stomping forward without looking where she was going. She accidentally bumped against a woman's leg and fell back onto the floor. What the hell? Are you blind? Maya looked up at the woman who looked like she wanted to bite her head off. This lady is so fierce. Maya, are you okay? Seeing her sister being knocked down, Naina rushed forward and helped Maya up. Then, she gave the woman a once-over. Although the woman was very beautiful, she couldn't hold a candle to their mother. Besides, Naina didn't like how rude she was and it was clearly written all over her face why are you looking at me like that apologize the woman yelled at Naina. i am sorry ma'am. maya said in her cute voice and looked at the woman with large eyes that gleamed with sincerity Naina, on the other hand gave her little sister a flat stare what is maya doing why did she apologize you too apologize to me The woman ordered Naina in a superior tone. However, Naina stared unflinchingly at her and stood there without saying a word. What's going on? What's wrong? A man and a woman's voice sounded in unison. One of the voices belonged to Nicole, while the other. The other voice sounded rather familiar to Nicole. So she instinctively looked up, and her heart almost stopped. She hastily bowed her head. Cursing vehemently in her heart. It as that man from 5 years ago. Freakin' Evan Seat. What a pathetically small world. I can't believe I ran into him the second I step foot in this country. Welcome to download the Bravanovel app. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates. Novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo Chapter One. Give it back to her a hundredfold. you ray the one they sent me. In a luxurious suite, Nicole Lane extended her hand and shoved the surprised man onto the bed. The next thing he knew, she had straddled him, lifting her slender hand to pat the man's face. Her eyes gleamed brightly with satisfaction as she cooed, "Well, you're quite easy on the eyes." The woman's breath reeked of alcohol causing Evan's seat's features to contort with disgust. There were plenty of women who tried to seduce him, but this was the first time he encountered one who used such a method. It was practically unprecedented. The woman's fair and slender arms were wrapped tightly around his neck as she leaned closer to him. Kiss me. Are you sure you wanna do this? Evan avoided the woman's rosy lips and calmly asked. That's enough nonsense. Are you a real man? How can she still be asking this question at a time like this? Evan narrowed his eyes a fraction before abruptly rolling them over. With a dark expression on his face, he stared at the woman beneath him. Am I a real man? You ask. I'll be sure to find out in a moment. Ah, in the next second, a searing pain tore through Nicole's body. The next day, Nicole woke up aching all over. The moment she opened her eyes, she took in the opulent design of the room she was in with a frown between her brows. This is, she sat up abruptly, right then, the heart-wrenching scenes from last night played in her mind like a movie. That's right, the night before, she had witnessed her beloved Zach tangled up in the sheets with another woman. Thus, out of spite, she had found herself a gigolo to retaliate against him. This is payback. You filthy scumbag. What are you mumbling about? A deep and sexy baritone voice sounded from behind Nicole and startled her train of thoughts. She lifted her head to see a man coming out of the bathroom with a towel wrapped around his waist, concealing his most treasured asset. I have to admit, this man has an amazing figure. It is no surprise that he is a gigolo. Why haven't you left yet? Nicole asked. Evan's lips arched into a mocking smile. Because I am curious. Now that UV successfully seduced me, how do you plan on holding me responsible for you? In the past, all those women who approached him were always trying to hold him accountable for whatever deeds were done the night before. He had heard this phrase so many times that he could probably hear it in his sleep. Yet, to his utter shock, This woman in front of him gave a response so different than the rest. Nicole gave him an eye roll. Why the hell would I want a gigolo to take responsibility for me? With that said, she got dressed and swiftly took out 1000 in cash from her bag before pompously throwing the stack of banknotes onto the bed. Here's your pay. Make sure you keep it well. Your service last night wasn't too shabby. Evan's eyes darkened when he heard her words. Service. Does this woman have a death wish? As he was still seething with fury, Nicole was already making her way out. Stop right there, Evan gritted the words through his teeth with a dark and dangerous undertone in his voice. At that moment, Nicole paused midstep and glanced back at him with a strained smile. Is that too little? Well, I am sorry. But you, Ray, only worth that much. You, anyway, I'll be leaving now. Ciao. She waved her hand and practically made a run for the exit. As Evan watched the door slam shut, the skull on his face deepened. You're one dead meat. Woman. Nine months later. W.A.A.A.H.H. The sound of multiple babies crying filled the operating room. Looking at the little creatures waiting to be fed, Nicole started to panic a little. This was her first time being a mother. And she had given birth to four babies at one go. Just as she was racking her brain for a way to unlock her supermom abilities. An interview on the financial news channel caught her attention. Nicola's eyes almost popped out of their sockets when she saw the handsome and lavishly dressed man seated in the middle. What the hell is this? Even gigolos can be on the financial news channel nowadays. With a bewildered expression, she listened to the interviewer's question. Mr. Seat, rumor has it that you've been searching for a particular person for a very long time, but to no avail. Could you enlighten us about this person? Our viewers may be able to provide you with some valuable information. Evan turned towards the camera, his gaze turning solemn. I am looking for a woman. She left some money with me. And I'd like to give it back to her a hundredfold. A hundredfold. The last two words were emphasized. Following that, he also briefly described what the woman looked like. Later on, he highlighted an important fact. Even her family doesn't know where she is. Thus, whoever provides me useful clues, you shall be generously rewarded with an amount of no less than one million. One million? just to find me isn't he this man being overly generous a heavy sense of foreboding clotted nicole s chest after checking his background her heart turned cold crap this man isn't he a gigolo he is the president of seat group international evan seat but i was so deaf that i even called him a gigolo oh god what have i done looking at the man icy face in the interview nicole shuddered involuntarily it'll be over for my babies and i if he finds me no i can't let that happen i must think of a way to prevent that from happening sometime after the interview evan received a special gift his frosty eyes deepened as he looked at the gift in his arms it was a baby swaddled in garments with a puzzled expression he asked this is mr seat this is the child born to the woman you were looking for. She died in a car crash and left only this child behind. Welcome to download the Brava Novel app. Read the novel Mistaking the CEO for a Gigolo online and get the latest updates.